Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. Today's video is going to be all about the differences between continuous sounds and stop sounds and why we even care about the differences and how we can use this information to help us become better teachers and better parents of little ones who are learning how to read. So we're going to start with the definitions. Continuous sounds are sounds that can be held for as long as we have breath. Now these sounds are really great to start with because when our little ones are making this sound, they can just keep going. For example, mmm. They would make it for as long as they have breath. Mmm. They could just keep going. That's a continuous sound. Now a stop sound, that is gonna be a sound that is stopped. It's just like a puff of air. And we have to be really, really careful not to add an a sound at the end and we just have to make it really stop just a fast stop we have to clip the sound so for example b b how many times have we heard a student say b b because it's a stop sound and they just want to add that a uh to the end but we want them to clip that imaginary a uh sound we want it to be really short to stop that sound b b those are stop sounds now, you can see how a stop sound would be a little bit trickier to start with because a continuous sound, it's okay for them to keep saying that sound, but a stop sound, they can't. They have to stop it, and that can be really tricky for our three, four, and five-year-olds. So I'm going to show you a chart. I'm going to go over all of the different sounds, the continuous sounds and the stop sounds, and then we will talk more about how this is helpful. If you saw my last video, I talked all about the differences between consonant phonemes and vowel phonemes. And I showed this chart and I went over all of the different sounds. If you haven't seen that video yet, I will link it down below. Hopefully you find it interesting and maybe it teaches you something new. Now today I'm gonna to talk about how these different categories are actually grouped by stop sounds and continuous sounds. So when we look up here, our first category of words are stop sounds. How easy is that? So like I mentioned, these are the ones that it's really hard not to add the uh at the end. And our students want to add that uh, so we have to really, really teach them to clip that sound. So stop sounds are p, b, t, d, k, g. Those aren't the best to start with. If you can help it, I know some of us can't choose what order we introduce the letters in, but if you can, maybe not start with those stop sounds. They're a little bit trickier, especially with blending. Now, our next section 
our fricatives. These are the ones that are going to continue on for as long as we have breath. These are continuous sounds. These are wonderful to start with because when our little ones make this sound, they can continue holding it for as long as they have breath. So we have Although I have seen people teach as it more of a stop sound, but you can actually keep holding it if you would like. Now we go down here to the affricates. Now affricates are a combination of a stop sound with a fricative. And so I teach these as stop sounds, ch and j, because I don't want my students to say j, so it's j and ch. Although I have seen some people say that they like to teach them more as continuous, ch, but I think that's a little trickier. But you know what? To each their own. We are all trying to do our best. Now down here are nasals. These are continuous, so we can teach these as if they continue on. So we have Mm, mm, mm. Now, I did mention in my last video about consonants and vowels that these are some really fun sounds to teach because if you plug your nose, you can't make the sound because they're nasals. We need air going through our nose to make that sound. So kids just love that, plugging their nose and trying to make the nasal sound. They can't and they think it's hilarious, but those are more continuous sounds. Then we have our glides. Our glides are also continuous sounds. We have w and we have w and y. These are a little bit trickier because they glide right into the vowel. So you wouldn't actually hold it for a very long time if you were blending a word, for example, like water. You're not holding that w sound for a very long time, although you could. And then our liquids, these are also continuous sounds, but oh man, these are so hard for kids to pronounce because they're just really tricky sounds to form in the mouth. And liquid meaning that they kind of move around in the word, like their pronunciation changes based off of what letter is next. So they're super tricky. So we have ol and r, like red. I mentioned in my last video too, I'm still working on pronouncing this one correctly. But as you can see, there are a lot, a lot of continuous sounds that we can start with. Most of the sounds are continuous in some way or another. Then we have our stop sounds are a little bit trickier. We have to chop off that uh. And then we have some that are gonna give our kids trouble. The reason I think it's important to know the difference is because like I mentioned, if you have control over how to introduce the letters to your students, try to start with more continuous sounds before you start with those stop sounds. If you don't have control, that's okay. Make sure they know it's a stop sound and they need to stop it and they need to cut off that uh. They have to stop saying the sound, otherwise it's really gonna impact them when they're reading and spelling later on. Oh, and I forgot to mention one more thing. I showed this vowel valley in my consonants and vowels video, so you can go back on my channel and find that to watch it. But vowels are always continuous sounds. You can just say them as long as you like, as long as you have breath. Vowels are actually the reason that we can sing, we can carry a tune, because nothing obstructs the airflow, so they can just keep going on and on and on forever. So our vowels are all going to be continuous sounds. 
And one more, one more thing I forgot to mention in this video, but on this chart, there are two letters of the alphabet that are missing that you may have noticed. The letter X and the letter Q. The reason is the letter X is one letter that's actually representing two different sounds, K and S, to make the K sound. So it's not a unique sound, it's two sounds instead of a unique sound. That's why it's not on here because we already have k and s on here. So we didn't need the letter x. Now the second one is q. q is always, always followed by u in English words, which gives us the qu sound. Qu. If q were to be by itself in English, which it never is, but let's just say it were to be by itself, it would actually make the k sound because the q is representing k and the U is representing W, and that's what gives us the W sound. So that's why Q is not on here because it's not representing a unique sound. So I hope this information was helpful to you. I just wanna make a little caveat that I am not an expert in this area, although I am learning. I am in lots of trainings, reading lots of books about it, but if I made a mistake or if you saw something in this video and you thought, that's not right, please reach out to me and let me know because I am still learning as well and trying to figure out the best way to take this giant body of research of the science of reading and apply it to my students and to share it with you so that you can apply it to your students. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!